Hi there, you're listening to Get the Funk Out. I'm your host, Janine. We're going to be joined any minute now uh, by Kelly Zerbus, who's going to call in. I'm actually going to first play one of her three songs. She's going on tour, and I'm very excited to have her on the show. And she's the lead singer of the band Kelly's Lot. This year, she recorded and released an acoustic CD of her more folksy singer-songwriter material, and she's hit the ground running with a summer tour. Several years back, I just want to give you a little backstory. I had a chance to play a lot of Kelly's music on my show. And you know what? You're never going to be in a funk if you're listening to Kelly. She is unbelievable. This is the kind of stuff you're going to want to crank up on a day like today, on a Monday, and uh, I'll be sure that you will not be in a funk. So we're going to kick off the show with uh, one of the songs that she sent me. This is Restless uh, from Kelly's Lot, and she'll be on in just a few minutes. I'm getting restless It's all getting old It's lying and cheating It's keeping me cold I'm getting restless Time to get out. Hi there, you're listening to Get the Funk Out. That was Kelly from Kelly's Lot. And um, she's going to come on in just a moment. And if you're just tuning in, this is Get the Funk Out. I'm here every Monday at KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. Kelly's the lead singer of Kelly's Lot. And she's going on a tour. She's been doing all kinds of incredible things. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Kelly. Kelly Zervis. Yes, Hi, Kelly. Hi, how are you? Good, good. I'm so happy to have you on the show again. Oh, I'm very excited. Your your show uh, is fun to listen to and fun to be on. Thank so. you, thank you. You know, years ago, I had a music show, and I used to play a lot of your music, and people would call and be like, wow, who is that? How long have you been singing? i definitely been singing probably since five four, five, six years old. I started oh. with whistling, and then mm-hmm. um, I actually used to hum and whistle, and then I started to sing and got to sing in the choir at junior high, and, and I always had a big voice, so they put me out as soloist because of my voice would always cut through everybody else. Oh, that's so funny. So, did um, did know, somebody inspire you, like, Kelly? Excuse me. Did someone, like, was there somebody that you, when you were little, that inspired you? My mom. My mother was a great singer. Oh. And she uh, actually gave up singing to have kids, and she just sang all the time. She sang all the time. She sang a lot of sad stuff because she raised five kids by herself and oh. would sing late at night. Um uh, just to soothe her own self, I think, and, and sing to a lot of the blues uh, back then and, and um, Della Reese out of James, stuff like that, and um, nice. when I was growing up. And so that's how I learned to sing. I sang because of emotionally, it was emotional more than just singing for attention. So it was a great way to get your funk out at any age. Yeah, yeah. definitely. That's I learned great. very young from my mother. Everything. I've learned everything from my mom. That's so. great. What a bond. Oh, oh yeah, definitely. And, and she was always like, I don't know if you remember that movie with Meryl Streep and, um, uh, where she was just trying to be an actress and, and her mom wanted her to be a singer. I think I know the movie. I, don't know, I can't think of the name of it. Though. Yeah, my mother always, you know, I, I tried acting and modeling and selling cars and everything else there was. And my mother was always like, when are you going to sing? When are you going to actually try to sing? <laughs> and so at 35 is when I actually took, at the age of 35 is when I actually took the chance to really do it. Wow. Yeah. T- took you a while. Took me a while. <laughs> but look at you now. I mean, it's like you had this 
this talent that was just pent up inside of you. Yeah. Yeah, it was, you know, it's, we were talking earlier about singing, um, you, yes. know, you know, you and I, and singing can also be for yourself, and, and a lot of times I felt that it was for me. It was for me just to write songs and to, to sing while I was running or to sing, you know, alone in the shower like a lot of people do, and, um, I, you know, I didn't really think of it really as a performing thing for a long time. I just wasn't, I don't know, I just wasn't comfortable with that or, yes. you know, because it's so emotional for me. Singing is very emotional for me. That's great. That I would think that would make you a much better singer. I mean, you, I hope so. Yeah, I, I can hear it when, when you're a blubbering idiot. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, you you told me that you're going on a solo tour. Yes, I'm so excited. I um, you know I haven't played the guitar by myself in front of people for a long time. Um, before I was 35, I'd done a couple open mics and a couple little tiny shows, but really kept my music to myself and. Um, I've had this band for 17 years, and it's been wonderful and just, you know, lots of energy and lots of fun, and I kind of miss the folksy thing. I kind of missed the guitar and the intimacy of a, of a listening room and that kind of thing yes. um, by myself, and so I thought, if I don't do it now, I'm never going to do it, and so right. I started to book some, like, you know, places across the country going towards Chicago and um, asked friends to help me book things, and they started booking them, and so now I'm stuck. I have to do it. <laughs> I know. Once you tell someone, like I told you, I'm going to take singing lessons, you're like, okay, now you're going to be called on it. <laughs> right, exactly. These people are waiting for me to come and play guitar and sing, and I'm, I'm so, I really am kind of uh, scared a little bit, but I, no. I think I'll do okay. Oh, you're going to be great. Now, <laughs> what's, why the switch from the band to the solo tour? I think, um, well, you know, the band's in full swing. We're playing the Waterfront Blues Festival, 4th of July weekend up in Portland. Oh, We've got so many great shows coming up in Ventura County. The band's in full swing, but because a lot of these, my band members can't get on the road. They don't have a lot of time. I have to actually pick and choose gigs a lot of times with these, with these guys, and I really like keeping these guys. I don't want to find other guys to play with right now because I love these guys. So nice, yes. It was a way for me to get on the road and... Um, do something, and I have to worry about somebody else's schedule. Right. Um, but it also was a way for me, I think this will also help me appreciate the band more again, uh, and to find the dynamics in the band, to find the quiet, intense, you know, sweet spot right, right. in the band by going solo. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, it's like a relationship. Right. It is a relationship, but it's more people. You know, it's like I believe in having space from your loved ones. Yeah. You know, and because it makes it stronger. Right. You know, it makes you realize stuff. Now, how did you gravitate towards the blues? Was it because of your mom? Yeah, you know, it's funny. I, I, um, I sang a lot of folk and rock for most of my career in music, and, but it was always bluesy. Everybody always said, oh, she's a very bluesy singer, very bluesy, bluesy. But, yes, my mother, um, you know, listened to the blues a lot, and um, I don't know why I didn't do that right away, but Cat Stevens was kind of my, um, my guy mm -hmm. that really took me towards the folksy realm of, you know, genre. And um, he spoke to my heart, and so I went that direction with the guitar, and then that turned into folk. And then I just, you know, I just started nice. to sing more blues and listen to more blues. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm, you know, I really respect so many of these blues artists. I'm actually doing an interview, sh an interview show um, on YouTube where I'm interviewing right. a lot of these wonderful blues artists, and they're inspiring me to do more blues. And... You know, I just take what comes, and I think the blues has been knocking on my door for a while, and yes. I need to do it. Yes. And the show, tell me about the show. 
Yeah, it's a show called uh, Chat with Kelly Z. Mm-hmm. You can find it at chatwithkellyz.com. And I interview a lot of blues fe- at blues festivals, and we go to blues jams. And, and we just put up an a interview of Deb Ryder, who's got a really great new CD. Okay. Um, and then Catfish. And mm-hmm. I interview all these people. Sheldon Abbott, actually, who's the I interviewed right Sheldon here. once, yeah. the guy that DJs after you. Yeah. Right? He's in and, here. And um, DJs and blues artists. And, uh, you know, I just like hanging out with the blues community. So if it's going to take me to play more blues to hang out with these people, then that's what I'm going to do. <laughs> and you also interview people at NAM. Yes, yes. It's our second year we did in January, and mm-hmm. we do about 50 to 70 interviews of, you know, people who make instruments to people who play instruments, and we just interview them and try to give props to the manufacturers of these wonderful instruments that we all play, you know? Okay, so Sheldon stepped into the studio to join us. Hi, Sheldon. <laughs> well, good. <laughs> Are you on? Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Fine, thank you. Good to hear from you. Oh, you too. You too. You getting ready for your show? Yeah, but I've been listening to the Kelly Z interview. Oh yeah, <laughs> I love I, I love the show. It's it's she gets my funk out just talking That's right. to her. Oh, you're sweet. You're <laughs> been, sweet. I was in, out there posting on Facebook so everybody would tune in to you guys. Oh, good. Thank you. In case you thank did the you. same thing. Yeah, I'll let you guys get going, but it sure is good to hear your voice. You too, Sheldon. You too. I look forward to seeing the next event. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Sheldon. That was Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. And if you're just tuning in, we're talking to Kelly Zerbus. Is that how you pronounce your last yeah, name? Zerbus. Like service. Service. Okay. <laughs> and um, so let me ask you you're, so you're going to do this tour, and it's mostly acoustic? Yeah, it's, um, I'm going to head out. We, the band is playing at the Gilroy Garlic Festival on Friday the 26th of July, and then the next night I will head out. I mean, that day I will actually leave the band. They will go home to L.A., mm-hmm. and I will drive to Battle Mountain, Nevada, and play a wine bar there nice. um, uh, on Saturday night the 27th, and then I'll head over to Liberty, Utah, which is uh, just near Salt Lake City, and play a house concert on Sunday, the 28th, with Shay Zero, another fine, wonderful singer-songwriter. Yes. And I'm doing her backyard, like a backyard um, house concert thing. How fun. And then I will head to Omaha, and I'm doing two shows in Omaha, one for uh, a charity for uh, SideOut.org, which is a, um, a volleyball-based kind of nonprofit that raises money for breast cancer research. Yes, I've heard of them. And then the second night, I'll do, um, like, a private party at a condominium complex where they're going to have all the people that live there come down and listen to me play music. <laughs> How I Spent My Summer. Ke- uh, Kelly, what yeah, a summer. That, I, I, hit, I meet uh, Perry, my guitar player, mm-hmm. and husband. I meet him in uh, Minneapolis to do a show for the uh, Minnesota Veterans Home um, at one of, the, um, one of the, the, the clubs out there that they have. They have, like... Um, American Legion Club, yes. we're doing it. And then um, we play a show in Milwaukee, and that's also for charity. That's going to be for autism. Oh, that's great. And then we go to Chicago, and then that's, I have a show there. Plus, we're going to be able to get up on stage at the uh, Buddy Guys Legends and do, play the jam. How cool. Yeah. You, and then I don't have anything after that. I'm, still, I'm actually still working on booking something. So. I think after that, you'll be, you know, need a little time off. <laughs> I don't take time no. off. I mean, they're on or you off. You don't. Yeah, it's true. If I'm gonna, be, I guess I could turn it off at that point and just, just like zone home. Do you have somebody that's gonna videotape these gigs? Because this is gonna be incredible. I know. I need to do that. <sighs> I don't. You know, my photographer Joy Neely is coming with me to my Nevada and my Utah gig. So I, I'm gonna have to bring my video camera and have her do that. Thank you. I didn't even think of that. You have to. You <laughs> you got to get little clips of everywhere you're going because yeah. this is an incredible summer you have planned. 
Yeah, I really, it's exciting, and it's it's going to really tell tell me if I want to continue doing that because I do have a, I get offered to play house concerts a lot, and you know I think if I really like doing this, then I'm going to do this more. But you know the band will always I'll always be playing with the band, and there's time for all of it. There's time for all of it. Yes. So yeah. I'm going to do all of it. <laughs> you know, I would think this is just going to make you even stronger as a as an artist. I mean, you're just putting yourself out there. It's it's a very brave thing to do where you know you're just growing from this you're right i want to tell you something i for me this is going to be the hardest thing i've ever done musically because Mm -hmm. i i have it really easy in kelly's lot i have the greatest band Uh the the great guitar players i just played yesterday at cold spring tavern um which is up in santa barbara mountains with just my two guitar players both on acoustic guitars we played a three-hour show and i was able to just dance in my brain, in my heart, in my, you know, on the dirt, gravel, everywhere, because (laughs) they're so good. They're like, you know, they're not, it's not even walking on a high wire. They're just so solid. Yes. I can do whatever I want. Now, playing my guitar and accompanying myself, that's just going to be, that's going to be very hard. (laughs) Did that take some practice to be able to coordinate the singing and the playing? It, you know, it does take practice. Luckily, I've been playing the guitar since I was like 12, so I'm comfortable. That's good. But I'm not as comfortable, again, in front of people because I haven't done it. But, um, you know, I'm really going to focus on the stories and not worry about accompanying myself and not worrying about the guitar playing. Yes. Okay? Like, be solid, but don't worry about being, you know, uh, a genius guitar player or the leads. It's going to be accompanying me and my stories. That's great. Or should I say my stories and I? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> me and my stories, my stories and I. Someone will call in and, ch- and correct us. Exactly. <laughs> Do you find that, I mean, I, I watch B.B. King, you know, so he mm-hmm. sings and then he plays. Is your strong suit rhythm or is it, can you solo too? I cannot solo. And man, some of these, these people that play and sing in the blues, it's so funny. Some of my, my you know, I write a lot of original blues. I there's a lot of those songs I cannot play and sing at the same time. Sure. Is a certain, it depends on, you know, a certain rhythm. There's only a certain thing I can really do, and a lot of it is the folksy stuff. And That's I need right. to learn. I'm, I, um, I've just got a DVD for how to play the blues guitar, so that will be my next thing. But, oh, it's great. Um, you know, I have so much respect for some of these people out there that, that play the guitar and sing. In fact, that is really, you know, your ultimate blues musician is the musician that plays guitar and sings. To me, I think that's just... That says it all. I mean, Peter Ray Vaughan, all those, you know. Oh, he was amazing. Yeah, I I know I can never be that, and it's okay. It's okay. And I don't want to be that. I really do like not having the guitar Mm -hmm. when I'm doing the blues more. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you focus on the singing. Yeah, and I focus Mm -hmm. on the, you know, just looking at those people and grabbing them by the neck and, you know, throwing them into my world, you know? Right. Well, your voice does grab people. You've got this just killer voice. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I'd love it. I love it. Thank you. Now, I wanted to talk about, you're doing something really interesting. It's a, a book tour with somebody? Yeah, my friend Tom um, Smith, he's actually known as Tom Kidd in the um, music world. He was a publicist, and um, he's also write for, wrote for Music Connection for about 30 years. He wrote a book with his boyfriend, Daryl, about um, dissociative identity disorder, which is oh. the, the new name for multiple personalities. And Tom's husband has multiple personalities and, and a real wrenching, crazy childhood that created this, this issue for him. And they wrote a book about this. They wrote a book about his, his, his history, what he happened to him. 
and about having this disorder. And he was going to do a book tour and said, do you want to come out and play a set before or after? And I said, well, how about if I come and play in between your readings? Like you play, you read for five minutes. Yes. I'll do like a 45-second uh, part of one of my songs that fits what you just read. It's perfect. And like a, sound, a live soundtrack. And so we've done this about seven times. Every single person that came to any of these shows has bought the book. That is incredible. It's, it's, it's very interesting. We actually have a show coming up in North Hollywood on, on uh, July 25th. Um, if anybody wants to go, you can look up my website, kellyslot.com, right. and there'll be a lot more coming up. Hopefully we, we're going to be able to tour a little with that as well. That's a great concept because you're really reinforcing the emotion of what he's reading. Yes, and you know what it brought? I've got to tell you, I, think, I really do think that doing that book, this book tour thing with Tom and Daryl, has inspired me and inspired me to create that solo tour and to go because I've been doing this with them for a couple months. Oh. And it was like, I, I've, even though I was only playing 30 seconds, a minute, pieces of my songs, I realized I have this, I ca- I'm capable of this. I can yes, do it. And, so, and I was getting a lot of great reactions. And when are you going to play a gig, just you and the guitar? When are you? And then I thought, you know, uh-huh. I need to book this now. It was a teaser. <laughs> it was my teaser. Yes. And, you know, it, again, I tried the easy way. The easy way. I do, you know, I'm a little bit of that. I'm, a, mm-hmm. I'm admitted. I work hard. But a lot of times I'll try an easy way in. And then if I get in there, then I'll go for it. You know, so I'm just as scared as the next person. But what you, know? you did is, like I always hated public speaking. You get up there, you do a little bit, you know, and then you let someone else do their right. thing. And then you do a little more. And then by the end of it, you're like, what am I afraid of? Yeah, you that's know? true. That's the way to do it. Have you found yourself in funks recently, or has music always helped you through all this? Oh, yeah. Music has definitely helped me. You know what? I just saw a wonderful um, uh, teaser for a a show called Soldier Song. I don't know if you've seen this on CNN. I haven't. And they're teaching veterans with PTSD how to write songs to help them get their funk out. Do you understand? To help them get out of their... Uh, depression, their, you know, nightmares, and it's working. And so, yes, yes, music, it, it, it has saved my life. It has saved my life. So if you are in a funk, do you immediately just go grab your guitar and yeah. sing? Or, that's great. I'll, I'll grab my guitar, or I'll just belt out to dream the impossible dream. Okay, <laughs> or I'll belt out Alfie. That's my mom's favorite song. And, and, you know, I hope one day to be able to do like a, a CD of jazz standards that my mom liked. That's going to be one of my things I want to do. And, you know, what's it all about, Alfie? I would just sing that to myself, oh, and it would make me happier. That's so nice. And I don't usually hear you sing those kind of songs, so it's beautiful. Thank you. Oh, I love it. I just, that's my, that's really, if I had to pick a, a style, like to do it, my next CD, it probably would be. Really? So I know, you know, I'm wearing the really you know, the cocktail dress and do my hair up, mix, put some makeup on. People wouldn't even know who I was. No, because <laughs> I like I see you at Nam and you're interviewing, you know, you know, Lita Ford. <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Oh, she was awesome. Yeah, she's amazing. She was so good. So many of those people, they really, they really are open to, to talking to people, and they they want to talk to people and. I'm so lucky that Casey Regan, he's, you know, my videographer guy. He's the guy that does the vi- that runs around with the camera videotaping me. And mm-hmm. um, he's, you know, asked me to do this for him one day, you know, a year and a half ago. And it's been two years ago. And it's been just fabulous because I get inspired by talking to people. And, and they say I inspire them. So oh, look at that. And if people want to see video clips of those interviews, where are they? 
you can go to chatwithkellyz.com, and that'll take you directly to the YouTube channel. So C-H-A-T-W-I-T-H-K-E-L-L-Y-Z.com. And it's, um, it's, I think there's a couple hundred interviews already. Great. Yeah. So we're going to listen to another one of the songs you sent me, and then uh, we'll take a quick break, and we'll come back and talk more about your upcoming tour. Thank you. All right. Hang tight. It was Kelly Zerbus, who's going to join us a little bit after 9.30. We're going to listen to another one of her songs she sent us. And if you've missed any part of this show, it'll be up on my blog uh, a little after 10, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. He would be 28 If it wasn't for that dark July He would be a full-grown son. The opinions and views expressed in this program do not reflect those of KUCI, its management, or the UC Board of Regents. Growing fresh citrus is something we've enjoyed in California for generations. But our citrus trees are at serious risk due to a disease called Wang Longbing, or HLB, that is now in California. Once a tree is infected, there is no cure. To learn more about what you can do to save your citrus, visit CaliforniaCitrusThreat.org or call the California Department of Food and Agriculture hotline at 800-491-1899. A public service from the Citrus Pest and Disease Prevention Program. Wow, yeah, since the storm, it's been crazy busy for us. We got all kinds of office desks coming in. Now here's a, it's a fancy one right here. It's missing a leg, but that's all right. Whatever. Washers and dryers from a laundromat. Oh, wow, check this out. Another deep fryer. And I'm not sure what this doohickey is. Yeah, most businesses weren't ready for a storm like that, you know. But our work's really piling up here at Roberts and Sons Salvage. What will become of your business after a disaster? Nearly two-thirds of businesses aren't prepared for an emergency. And 40% of businesses that experience a disaster never recover. Make an emergency plan now before it's too late. For a free online tool that helps you develop an emergency plan to keep your business up and running should disaster strike, visit ready.gov forward slash business. Brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, the American Red Cross, and the Ad Council. Blue is my favorite color. What's yours? What's yours? Red is my favorite color. What's yours? Sweller for this little feller And me, I'm keen on green So what's your favorite color? Tell us, please Kids will spend 20 minutes listening to songs like what's this What's your favorite color? Tell us, please What's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? What's your favorite color? What's your favorite How about two minutes to brush their teeth? Brushing for two minutes now can save your child from severe tooth pain later. For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. Two minutes, twice a day. They have the time. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Mouths, Healthy Lives and the Ad Council. All right, you hear that, kids? You better be brushing your teeth. My kids are home from camp. Two minutes. (laughs) They're like, Mommy, be quiet. All right, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. 
I'm your host, Janine. This is Get the Funk Out, and we're back with Kelly Zerbus. Hey, Kelly. Hey, those are nice PSAs. I need to learn to brush my teeth more. I know. I don't think I brush my teeth for two minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Especially at night. I'm like, I'm so tired. Uh, Exactly. (laughs) We were talking uh, offline about, you know, sometimes when you're in a funk, you feel like, oh, this is the worst time. And it actually becomes a lesson because people that, you know, hide from all that bad stuff, um, it only it makes us stronger. Yes, yes. And, and hiding from your own or other people's, um, it's good for a break. Yeah, take a break, an hour or two. But, right. you, know, you know, feel it straight on. Feel it because too many people are afraid to feel feel things. And, you know, you, you already feel them. When you say, you, yes. I'm not going to feel that. You're already feeling it, so just feel it. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> I think, you know, when I was when I used to advise men, uh, you know, in the when I was in the car business, and a lot of because mostly men were in that business, they would always say, you know, oh, I love this girl, but I just don't want to tell her. I go, why don't you want to tell her? Because then, you know, then it's going to ruin it. And I'll be uh, like, uh, yeah, but don't you love her? Yes. And they say, yeah, I love her. Well, then just. Go straight on, feel it, and say it. <laughs> I no, don't wait, know. Back up a second. You were in the car business? Yeah, sold used cars for a while. So while yeah. you're selling a used car, you're giving relationship advice. I, well, I was the only girl around. So, I love yeah, it. Somehow I ended up being the one that had to give it to him. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> <laughs> they never listened to me, but I got a great song called Woman's Love out of it. So I got so frustrated. Like, just, you guys, you need a woman. Yeah. Okay? You need a woman. Yes. And you got to treat her nicely. Right. Hello. Exactly. Right. <laughs> That's great. I love it. Yeah. Don't treat her like a revolving door. It's my new, one of my new songs. You tell me that you love me. Is that what you're telling her? Oh, you tell me that you love me. One thing I know for sure, that when you love a woman right, she ain't no revolving door. Sweet. So, you know, treat the woman right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm reading your bio. It's okay. on my blog, by the way, if you're just tuning in. This is Kelly Zerbus. And I'm reading this. After 15 years, we have nine CDs. Yeah, yeah. Wow. A lot of, I'm really fortunate. In the beginning, I um, you know, met uh, Alex Rylance, who was the bass player for the band called Precious Metal. And they, they toured with Heart, did a lot of things. And so she had a lot of connections, and she really loved um, my music, and she was my bass player. And so she hooked me up with... Uh, Jean, um, J.P. Ro- J.P. Robinson and, and uh, Lee, Lee Sklar and Ralph Humphreys, and we did a demo of these amazing musicians. And it just started there. And then all of a sudden I met my husband, and he produced Live at the Troubadour. And then, you know, we put those two together for a compilation, and then we started doing – we did a lot of live CDs. We have three or four live CDs, you know, and, the, and uh, that's one of our um, specialties is a live CD. So once you hit 35 and you started singing, you just – you just hit the ground running. <laughs> yeah. Look at you. I'm just going to crank well, these I out now. These I have on and off. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Unbelievable. How did yeah, you? Yeah, it's you know it's, it's 17 years, so it's not you know it's two maybe you know one every other year I guess right. You're you're no lazy you know slob. <laughs> I would do more if my guys weren't so busy too. You know I'd be really doing really? a lot more. Um, but what's what's been great about honestly with all of them being so busy, it it's uh it gave me this time in the beginning to be frustrated, 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 and then I started to work with charities and that was really what happened to me in, in a good way. It was like then I went full speed ahead into doing charity work with hepatitis C awareness and 
cancer research and stuff like that, just trying to raise awareness. That really makes it more meaningful anyway. I mean, you can play and play and play, but when you attach it to something that holds a lot of meaning, it's a lot more powerful. Yeah. You know, I needed, yeah, I needed, I needed that. I, did, I really needed that to continue doing music. I did. I, 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 like I said again, I, I do it. I, the music's for me to, to console, console me. Is that the word? I don't know. Yeah. Myself, and it's like my, the way my mom. I'm so much like my mom. I mean, the fact that I just belted out a song to you, that's what my mom used to do all Aww. the time, like 10 times a day. She'd just start singing to you. And um, so music does that for me. And performing the music isn't the big payoff for me. It never has been, mm-hmm. but I enjoy it. Yeah. So it really is all about, um, you know, using music to uh, make yourself feel better, get the funk out. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. You have a song. It's called 28. Tell me about that. 28 is a song um, that was originally inspired by um, John Walsh, who started America's Most Wanted when he lost his young son, yes. Adam Walsh, to a killer. He kidnapped him and so killed awesome. him. And I saw him on TV a couple years ago, and he he said that Adam would be 28 today. And I was oh. like, oh, my gosh, it was so heartbreaking. Uh, yeah. And so I wrote this song about really uh, people that we lose really young. They would be 28, they would be 10, they would be 39 if it wasn't for that horrible day. Yes. That's, that's what this whole song is about. And missing um, children's organizations, or, you know, one of them up in Alberta has used, used the song for one of their campaigns, and uh, I hope a few more do. So. That's great. Yeah. And your your CD, your blue CD that's getting a lot of attention is Live in Brussels? Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, Fantastic. that was a, a five of us. We went to uh did a three-week tour in Europe and our last gig, we were able to do a live CD from the Mart in Brussels. You've really traveled all over the place. Yeah, we we're well, we have a lot more places to travel to, but yes, we've gone Perry and I just did a, a recent little tour. We did London and um a couple a couple gigs in Arbroath, Scotland. Um, oh, it's a little fishing town. It was awesome. Great. <laughs> and uh, I use my music in a lot of ways to, you know, get some get places. Mm-hmm. I, if I wasn't doing the music, I'm not sure I would have traveled as much. I think music is helping me travel. So. Oh sure. Yeah. And look at all the different interesting people you're meeting. Yes, definitely. And they're all, you know, they're all the same. They're all people with toes and and noses and ears and eyes and and feelings. And those are the kind of people I like. <laughs> if they're missing a toe, forget it. <laughs> I don't like you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, you're um, funny. But, yeah, people, that's the whole thing that drives me is that you meet people every day. When you look at a person, you know, look at them like they're real inside. and they're, they're got, it's, it's hard to do it. It's yeah. not easy to do that with every single person. You get drained because you feel sadness. You feel mm-hmm. a lot of different things. But... That's the way you should look at people. Look at them like they're a soul. Yes. Not like they're a blonde or a brunette. You know, you can still look at that. The boys have to look at that, of course. The boys have right. to look at, and some girls, too. <laughs> right. But I, I tend to look at people like a soul. And, yeah, it, it, gets, it gets heartbreaking sometimes because if you look really close to somebody, you can see what they're going through. All right, especially at NAM, You walk around, you meet a lot of different musicians. Some yep. of them have a lot of tattoos, and some people judge. And if we, but if you really stop and have a conversation with these people, you'll get to their soul. Exactly, and look in their eyes. Forget the tattoos, right? Yeah, you know? exactly. Just look in the eyes. Mm-hmm. Eyes are hard to look at. I mean, look at, think about all the conversations that all of us, people listening, you, me, that we've had where people look away. It's because it's hard yes. to look in people's eyes. And people say that, me, that I like 
stare right into their eyes and they get they look away because they're uncomfortable. Yes, you know, and I, you know, I don't want to make people uncomfortable, but I'm I like to look inside. I love to see what's in there. And some people I can read, and some people, you know, I can't. Bar- I can barely read. Well, they and don't then, like looking into your eyes. They get very uncomfortable. Yes. I remember, were you there when John Mayer was performing at Nam? I think you were. Yes. Okay, so we were there and. He seemed kind of shy, like he didn't, his eye contact isn't so great, you know, right. but he's, um, you know, he has a lot of layers to him. Yeah, I think he's learned how to, he's, well, you know, he's so famous, he's had to learn how to cover that a bit, I think, right. maybe, but I don't know, he, I didn't get a chance to talk to him, that was a shame, I wish I could have talked to him. That was hard, I think he wasn't giving very many interviews. Yeah, and, and, uh. I've been lucky with this chat with Kelly Z show that, uh, like, I got to interview George Thorogood a couple weeks ago. And honestly, in the very beginning, you know, he's so used to this. He kind of was a little hesitant in talking to me, but I looked right at him, and I think he sensed that I cared. Yes. And we ended up having a great interview. Well, and you obviously you tell them you're a singer, right? No, I usually don't tell people I'm a singer when I interview them. If it's a long enough interview and I'm able to put that in there, I don't, yeah, I try, it's not that I try to keep them separate, but it's about them. That's true. It's really about them, and if it can come in like, oh, yeah, oh, I agree with you, I sing as well, but I don't want them to have to turn around and go, oh, you sing too, and a lot of them will because they care about me as well. I care about them, they care about me, and I I really, the interview is that wasn't the reason I did it, and uh, I like that I do that. I actually, to be honest with you, I like that I kind of separate the two. Have you had a chance to interview anybody that's been an inspiration? Well, Lita Ford, man, she was definitely an inspiration for me Um, uh, as far as just girl that's right out there oh, with yeah. the edge and rocking out. Um, God, I'm trying to remember Lee Sklar. You know, he was an inspiration for me when he played on my first CD, and I got to interview him a couple times. Albert Lee, I think. Did I interview Albert Lee? No, I haven't, but I've interviewed him, like, in person without a camera it's, a few times. That counts. I actually got to get on stage <laughs> with him and sing once. Um, uh, he's awesome. And I'm just trying to think of all those interviews, you know, Deb, this new girl, Deb Ryder, she's not even new. She's been doing this for over 30 years or 40 years, and her new CD is so good. You, i got to get you to get her on the show. She oh, is love so to. good. It's a blue CD, um, and uh, she's like my new inspiration. Really? So there you go. And so I got to interview her a week ago, and I just can't stop playing her CD. So she's now my new inspiration. Where did you meet her? I met her through the Facebook community and the yes. blues community so and I. Sheldon knows her and Casey know her, knows her and you know these people that are my friends and she became a f- friend on Facebook and was liking things and commenting and I noticed her and I kept trying to get to one of her gigs and I never really did so we swapped CDs I sent her a CD she sent me a CD and there you go I fell in love with that CD I fell in love with her she's a really neat person and her husband Rick Ryder they are just they're fantastic that's great. Wonderful. That's great. So anything else you want to add about your upcoming tour or events coming up this summer as people would love to come out and see you? Well, yeah, it's, you know, it's going to definitely be stories um, about the songs. You know, if you want to have an, e- an evening of that, you know, we're in Battle Mountain, Nevada, which is kind of a small town on the north end of Nevada. Um, to Liberty, Utah, Salt Lake City. I got a lot of people. I got a lot of people driving in from Park Park City. They're going to come to that. So you know, you know, nice little forty minute drive isn't a terrible thing. No. Um, and then Omaha, like I said, you know, these 
if you want to see me in that context, this is going to be a good thing. But I will do some shows for sure in L.A. I think I'm going to come back and probably do a live, uh, like a video recording DVD thing. If, you know, if it all works out, then I'll be ready when I get home. How fun. <laughs> yeah. And you've, like I said, you have to record these events you're doing because this is, what a summer you're going to have. It's gonna I'm be... just so excited to, to, to you know, be able to stop playing my guitar yeah. And say say a word or two, or, or stretch out a note. Right. That's what you can do when you're by yourself. And you know, if I had to choose, I definitely would pick my band because I have so much fun, and I get emotional, and all those things. And I'm not, and I'm comfortable with that. But it's you need to be uncomfortable to grow. That's so true. And that's what I'm doing. I am, believe me, I am scared. I, I, I don't. You know, I'm spoiled. I don't have to run a PA. I have to bring my own PA for some of these things. I have to be my own sound guy. I have to do all that. And so. You know, I'm not going to be able to grow unless I do this. Right. And that's true of anything, you know, yeah. any kind of skill. I, I actually I have to uh, digress for a minute. It was my <laughs> daughter's birthday yesterday. Hi, honey, if you're listening, happy birthday. We'll, we, we're going to stretch the birthday end of the day and celebrate. Uh, we went roller skating, and I don't do that very often. So we get on there, and we're all wobbly and scared, and we don't want to do it. <laughs> and I said to my older daughter, you know what? Sometimes you just got to kick your fear in the butt. Oh, that's awesome. Because you do, you know, so we're all uncomfortable, but then you go around and around and you go, you know what, I'm going to let go and I'm going to have fun and I'm going to relax. And that's how it is in life. Yep. And you know what, going back to how a day runs and how, how you get in a bad mood, get the funk out. Mm-hmm. I have at least 10 moments, five minute moments or a moment moment of what the hell am I doing on the solo tour? Why am I doing this? Oh, my God, I'm yes. going to suck. Yes. <laughs> I have that 10 times a day. And then I have another time I pre- grab my guitar and I play a song. And, but it's hard to, to hear yourself and see yes. how you're going to be. And so I literally had to, you know, I have to ask my husband every day, Perry, am I going to be okay on this tour? <laughs> am I, he goes, you're going to be fine. And he would tell me. Yeah. He'd say, babe, don't do it. You're going to embarrass yourself. But he says, you're going to be fine. It's really more about your, your emotions, your stories, your voice. The guitar is your accompaniment. It isn't your, your, your instrument. But, right. you know, I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm bad on the guitar. I'm, I'm decent. Okay. I just yeah. play with great guitar players, so I constantly focus on how bad my guitar playing is. You're so funny. Isn't it great that he's your cheering section? I mean, yes. we all need that. My husband's like that, too. But by the end, after I ask so many times, he'll be like, shut up, you knucklehead. I mean, you know. They get tired of, they get tired of <laughs> telling you, so it's like you, you kind of have to um, try not to do that too much. Of course. <laughs> but but we, do, we do have our doubts. You know, I do that a lot with a lot of things, and you've got to shake it off. It's normal. Right. You'd right, r- fishing for compliments works for only a specific amount of time. You run out of fish, you know. You would, <laughs> but I would rather have the self doubt than go in there and be like, "Oh, I'm awesome," you know, <laughs> because you know, no, for sure, it, that makes you stronger. It's to have those doubts and then just jump in and go, "Yeah, I can do it." Yes, you know. Yes. Well, you Kelly- need to have the confidence. You need to have the confidence, confident moments during the day because. You know, we can't beat ourselves up so much that it gets us in a funk. Like, right. you, you know, your show. You really, you need to find those confident moments in yourself. That's right. And whatever it takes, whatever it takes, you know, walk down the beach, drink a tall glass of water, play your guitar, whatever you do, you know, it, you have to find the confident moments in yourself to move forward. You can't just get them from so other true. people. So true. So true. And don't be afraid to be silly and goofy. And Yes. 
you know, we, we lose that as we get older. We forget what it's like to be a kid and have fun. Oh, I have, and I've gotten worse. I, I, I You know, my childhood was pretty, uh, I was an adult when I was born. So oh. um, I'm, I'm becoming more of a kid, so I'm excited about that. Awesome. I love that. <laughs> I love that. All right. Yeah. So, Kelly, throw your website out one more time. Oh, www.kellyslot.com. So it's Kelly's Lot, K-E-L-L-Y-S-L-O-T.com. I'm on Facebook. Just look me up there. I'm everywhere. There's videos from Music You Can See. Uh, I've got, you know, 10 videos of me on there, and musicyoucansee.com. Um, and like I said, Facebook, Twitter, all those wonderful things. I'm not nice. on Instagram yet. I haven't done that one yet. So. Oh, you'll get there. <laughs> You're a little busy. <laughs> Yeah, there you go. Just a little. Have an awesome tour, and I will see you when you get back. Thank you so much, my friend. I'll talk to you soon. Okay, take care. Bye-bye. That was Kelly Zerbus. If you've missed any part of this interview, it'll be up on my blog in a little while, probably by 1030, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Up next, Sheldon Abbott with Cure for the Blues. And I'll be back here next week, uh, every Monday at 9 on KUCI, 88.9 FM in Irvine. We're going to leave you with one more. This is... Kelly Zerbus with Plain Simple Me. Have a great Monday. Well, are you the traveler of my dreams? Taking me to places that I've dreamed of, but I never see. I, I long to take your hand